Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Lincoln's Top Hat, hosted by Ben Kissel. Yeah. Boom, you can't get fooled again. Powerful. An ageless beauty. Yep. <laughs> Shoshana Roberts. Um, are we recording, Marcus? Yes. Welcome to the show, everyone. That's Marcus Parks. I'm Ben Kissel. We're joined by True TV star. <laughs> He's one of, what is it, seven people, eight people on Friends of the People? It's seven. Seven people. True TV, Kevin Barnett, thanks so much for being here, man. Oh, yeah, man. Thanks for that. This is amazing. Kevin and I were drinking heavily, and I believe it was, what was it, last Thursday night? Yeah, it was Thursday. Yeah, it was Thursday. And we were talking about this video that went very viral. Oh, my goodness. Uh, This gal, Shoshana Roberts, she's a beautiful woman. Very attractive. And uh, she walked around New York City for 10 hours with a hidden camera. But the person, there must have been a person in front of her carrying the hidden camera. I do bet. And I'll tell you one thing. How bad would it have been if that was a woman? And then then she was unattractive. And and Shoshana's getting all the attention. And they say, hello, troll friend of mine. Becky, Becky, I need you for a day. I'm going to walk around New York City for 10 consecutive hours and get caught catcalled by some people who may or may not have any money uh, <laughs> but who are just you know there um, uh, they're watching the streets and watching the people roll by giving the old Midwestern hello so I feel bad for the camera woman or uh, I don't know if we know if it's a man or a woman but either way we know for a fact that no one was catcalling the person in front of Shoshana I think it was a dude like it I mean, was I a think dude. It, I heard something like it might have even been her boyfriend that was walking in front okay of her with the camera if it was her boyfriend, I'll tell you one thing. You're a pussy. <laughs> That's insane. Just filming your woman getting catcalled on a regular basis without you turning around and defending her honor. That's all she yeah, wanted yeah. out of this. <laughs> that was the whole point of the video, and he didn't even realize it. <laughs> my God. You're weak, my friend. Get it together. So Kevin and I were talking about it, and it is very interesting. Obviously, uh, I everyone agrees. Women and men should be e- uh, treated equally, equal pay for equal work, all of these things. Kevin, what is your take recently on these uh, on these recent events Regarding uh, the cat calling phenomenon, it's it's taken off. People are extremely yeah. upset. Is this the worst thing happening to women in New York City? The worst thing happening to women in New York City? It's not right. the it's not the worst thing. I mean, I'm sure there's way. I don't know what all the things that are happening to women in New York City are, but I'm sure there's right. there's there's worse thing. Well, I've it's, seen a subway seat or two that has one of those um, you know uh, remnants of a period that <laughs> came across uh, that that came upon a woman uh, without her knowing it. So that's probably the worst thing that's happening to any woman in New York City right now. Probably. Can you imagine that? Terrible stuff. W- once a month. As a man, your body is just like, we're dumping and we're dumping now. And then you just got to take a big crap on the seat. Couldn't do it. Devastating. Yeah. Uh, no, it's, I don't know, it, it's 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 interesting because, uh, yeah, there's, in the video you see, like, there's the guy that follows her for a while, and that's, and right. that's like, horrifying, and that just needs to stop. But Creepy. there's a lot of, like, you know, people like, these people are thugs, and they're, they're monsters, and they're whatever, whatever. They're saying all these things about these people. But the thing about it is, is <clears throat> a lot of it also can be, a cultural thing. It's like there's a right. different 
it's a different approach of talking to women. I know that these girls are getting harassed and they're bothered, and it's scary when people follow you and do all that other shit. But the guys who are just like, oh, hey, hey, beautiful or whatever, and don't fo- don't say anything, no follower. Right. I've like. There are people that do that, and in some sometimes there are girls that are into that, and it's right. annoying and it's and it's bothersome. But the thing is, you got to realize. I think a lot of those dudes who just say something that she's passing by, like "Wow, whatever," and don't bother. If they saw that dude following her the whole time, and then they saw that dude trying to do something to her, those same guys would beat the fuck out of that guy. Right, I'm pretty right. certain. Ninety five, ninety five percent of those guys would beat the shit out of this dude who was actually being scary and creepy. Just heroes in waiting there, those fellas. <laughs> well, when, you know, you wouldn't call them heroes, but it's like it's it's a weird it's a weird right. line because I know personally, and I've seen just like through reading forums or whatever, there are girls who are like, I like that sometimes when a guy's when I'm walking by and guys say something. Right. Yeah, it's annoying if it happens all day, and I hate that, but like. Sometimes like I like it. It help it like I'll some, there's girls who have talked to dudes off of that. Right. And it's right, like right. it's just a different thing. Like you're coming into these places and you're walking by she's wherever whatever neighborhood she was in. And this is what those dudes do and there's girls that do respond to that. Well this you is what those guys have, yeah, this is what those uh individuals have been doing for years in these communities. This is yeah. one of the things that uh Kevin and I were talking about and Marcus I want to hear your take on it as well. You have these transplant people. And you know, mm-hmm. she's from what? She's from Pittsburgh, this woman. She's Pittsburgh, a, yeah. Uh yeah. and you know, obviously I'm from Wisconsin. We have uh, Kevin from Florida, you're from Texas. No one's from around here anymore. Yeah. And so if you are from around here and all of a sudden you're inundated with individuals uh from outside with different cultures, Wisconsin, you don't catcall. You say uh uh, I, I got some donuts. You know, you say something like that. Like, I got some good sweets. We're having a barbecue over on Sunday. Going to watch the pack. And you know they're going to attack because yeah. it's the lions. <laughs> Come on over. That's a Wisconsin <laughs> That's a Wisconsin cat call. Yeah. Will there be brats? Oh, and then you say no, and she ain't coming over. <laughs> so always say yes. But in a more urban environment, in a more um, – with different cultures, this isn't perceived as completely um, – as demeaning to women, this is the. Do you feel like the the intention behind uh, a lot of the people giving these cat calls is good? Because a lot of the women are arguing that it, you know, makes them feel uh, endangered, makes them feel, uh, you know, inferior, makes them constantly sexualized. Um, yeah. But as a man, God, I would love it if a woman would sexualize me every now and again. <laughs> well, it's just a weird line. It's like I, I know, like for example, there's a guy that followed her, and then there was the other dude who talked to her for a little bit, right. and he comes off very creepy in the video. But he comes up and he's like, "Hey, uh, how you doing? Beautiful, whatever." And he's like, "Oh, so I'm not, I'm not good looking enough for you. You wouldn't talk to me if I gave you a number." And I assume he leaves her alone after a little bit. Yeah, but he now was that, right. I, I yeah. like that. You, at some point, he realizes he's like, "Oh no, I'm an ugly troll who makes seven fifty yeah. an hour working at you know Kentucky Fried Chicken or something." No, this woman doesn't want to talk to me. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, it's but just he like, hasn't. That's an inner monologue thing. Well, right. But he's slowly <laughs> realizing it as she continues yeah. to walk. He's like, "Oh, this no, is no, one no. of those thinking out loud type of dudes." Well, you never know. <laughs> it's a weird thing of like, for example, that dude in particular like that guy he wasn't a dude like yelling something at the street and he wasn't it may have came off a little creepy but it was just like that's just his approach to talking to girls he doesn't know he's the 100th dude to talk right. to that girl that day to him and I, I've I've talked to a girl on the street before and not like I didn't think it was in a creepy way like this is literally like this is my dad uh, when mm-hmm. I was like struggling with girls back in the day he was like oh well you know back in the day was that yesterday the or the yeah. day before <laughs> yesterday all the time man. was it this, was it this morning currently yeah like, and so he was like and it, this is gonna sound like it's to what all the whole argument is horrible but he was like mm-hmm. oh yeah well if you're struggling I, here's what I used to do this is what you used to do borrow the car drive around his girls at uh, bus stops 
<laughs> you drive up and you try to talk to the girls at bus stops. They don't have a ride. You say, hey, I'm going to give you a ride where you need right. to go. All of a sudden you have a date for that night or the next time if she gives you a number or whatever. And that sounds horrifying. It does right? sound horrifying. But there's I'm literally, it's, it's, Kevin, I'm, just, I'm surprised you have such a dark complexion given the fact your father is Gary Ridgway, <laughs> the Green River Killer from Seattle. No, All your dad like, wanted you to do was pull up in your car and start shouting at women on a bus stop. Yo, and it's like there's, there's, there's an episode of Fresh Prince that's about the exact same thing. And right. it's not painted in a creepy way. It's just like, it's just people have different approaches that can come off really creepy if you're not trying to talk to these people. It's just like, but do you think it's because the guys are unattractive and poor? I mean, if, if, if they were walking down, if they were in Dubai and they were walking, you know, down uh, Prince Row and the guys were, uh, you know, saying these very accurate things, by the way, about Mr. Shauna. She is like stunningly gorgeous. What's her uh, measurements again? It's on her acting page. Uh, five, uh, five, four, 129, 34 double D, 29 waist. Oh, my God. Yeah, she's a horribly attractive. One. Horribly attractive. That's <laughs> the problem. The problem. The problem is though with this is, is like there's nobody's right. You know, mm. the people that are that are creepy and following her, or whatever, they're wrong. Right. But nobody's. There's nobody. There's no one that's right. Like there's not going to be a time where I don't think it's going to get to a point where. The people that do these things or feel compelled to do this, like just say something to a girl that's walking by or whatever, right. are ever going to be like, oh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm wrong because there's people that are into that and there's people that are not. Because it works sometimes. Yeah, and it does. It, it, it does. does work it actually sometimes. does. It does. Work. I mean, I've yeah. seen I've it seen work. it work, too. I've seen it work on the train, like just some yeah. guy like where, mm-hmm. you know, he's just talking and starts doing that same spiel and the girl... Loved it. Yeah. Loved like, it. Complete, oh, that, like completely it. into it. That's the thing of it. Like, I know I know a bunch of friends of mine have picked up girls on the train or whatever, just, like, walking in the street. I've tried it once or twice. Real bad at it. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> but the thing is, it's like, it's almost like as a dude, you're, you're, you're raised on, look, if you see a girl and you think she's hot or whatever, just go talk to her. What's the worst that could happen? Right. And probably that's what's going on. And a lot of these guys, has, they don't know they're the hundredth dude that day to talk to a girl. Right. They just see that girl's like, wow, that girl's gorgeous. Uh, I don't they, know where she hangs out at. I don't hang out where she hangs right. out at. I'll never see this girl again. Maybe I should just give it a shot. Yeah. <laughs> you know? and, but they also don't know the uh, the class of the person walking down the street any longer. If you're a transplant and you move to Harlem, if and it, compared that compare that personality, that sort of uh, lifestyle. Um, and that sort of like background to somebody who's been in Harlem for 120 years, who have deep family roots there. It's I mean, this person is just passing through your neighborhood, passing through your life, they're going to be out of that apartment in three to four or five years as soon as rent goes up too much. So these people are at an uh, an ultimate disadvantage because the gals who live there, they don't even, they, they don't see them as a potential mate at all. No. So they're just talking to somebody that doesn't give a fly. Like, they just want to go from... Uh, you know, and now, of course, also with uh, like we were talking about with uh, with social media, with Tinder, with all these different things, they got these dates all lined up already. No one's going out yeah. there looking for love on the street anymore. They have a de- they're going to the bar to meet that one fella they they swiped right on to see if he's like worthwhile. Meanwhile, they're passing over a bunch of Romeos. <laughs> they don't they don't even understand how fast they can drink a Corona. <laughs> is this? I mean, is this really a? Gen- I mean, this could definitely be considered a gentrification thing. I think it's a you know, major it's gentrification like, yeah, thing. Where it, like with a, you know, with different cultures, different races, this type of stuff does work out. But right. you know, white yeah. girls moving into black and Hispanic neighborhoods where they're not used to that right. sort of thing, yeah. all of a sudden they're in a totally different culture, and yeah. it offends them. And because it offends them, they demand right. that it changes. For but them. it yeah. must have worked at some point, it, and that's why that's why people do it. And it's just a, it's a weird line of. 
again, nobody's right. It's like these yeah. dudes don't know that it's, it, you know, these girls are bothered by it because other girls aren't. There's girls right. who who do like that. They don't sure they don't like they don't like when they say misogynist things. Yeah, or they don't follow, like them, when they down follow the them down the street or not take cues or anything yeah, like that. But it's I almost would say like though, if you're getting followed down the street, turn around, put your palm up in the air, and scream stop. I watched a couple of uh, of uh, self defense videos in my day. That's all you got to do. Tell them to stop following you, and I think they'll stop. They'll be terrified. Maybe I'm well, you know. I don't know. You never know. You never. You never know. <laughs> It's just uh yeah, it's just it's just tough, man. There's no there's no winning on either side, I don't think. You yeah. know? And I think I mean well, there's also there's definitely a line between someone saying like, Hey, beautiful, hey, smile, things like that, which you know, those are you know, fairly innocuous things, I, I guess, uh, right. comparatively so. But if someone's like, Damn girl, you got a great fucking ass, shit like that, that's a little bit more aggressive. Yeah. I guess there's definitely a line there. Uh, but yeah, I mean that's the question. Uh, is like, I mean these guys though, they're not reading Salon.com. They're not no, reading they're not. the Huffington Post. They're not reading all of these no. fucking the people who read this stuff. These big you know blog posts are people who already agree with them in the first place. Well, that's yeah. a good point, Marcus. They're definitely not reading the internet uh, whatsoever, especially the feminist sites on there. Maybe they go uh, to Pornhub and that's just you know making their case for them um, <laughs> because they're like, with any luck, she'll get in my van and she'll be a star. Um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, that's the thing. I mean, most of this stuff. Again, there was a there's a theory, there's a rumor circulating the internet. Believe it or not, sometimes rumors online aren't true. For example, Daniel Radcliffe, he's not the next Batman. No, no, it's Ben Affleck. <laughs> um, but they were saying there's not enough white representation for the ten hours of walking around yeah. New York. Goes back to the cultural thing that we were dis- uh, discussing earlier. And some individuals had the audacity to propose the notion that is completely insane that the, they edited the white people out mm-hmm. because yeah, everybody that's... knows making fun of the white male that's going to get you in trouble. <laughs> I mean, are you kidding me? White men are the very, they're, they're the perfect enemy. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, what, what do you think about that theory, uh, Kevin? Do it, you think that white guys were just, mar- uh, have you ever even been with a white dude who's cat called somebody? I've seen it here and yeah. there. But it's just like, if, if, it, if it was, if there were edited out, like, it's just like, they didn't do that shit on purpose. You right. know, it's just like, they just put together a video not thinking about that type of shit at all. Well, one of the guys, uh, say, he did respond to it. He said, we got a fair amount of white guys, but for whatever reason, a lot of what they said was in passing or off camera. Yeah. Like, there was one, the only white guy that you see on the video is right. a white guy that goes, nice. Yeah. And that's it. And that's a good word. And that, that's the thing. It's like it's shit like that where it's just like, yeah, it's that that to me is it's more of an annoyance than anything. And there's a fear factor that's involved with all of the, the shit that's going on. Right. But it's almost as if you're projecting onto these people like the guys who are doing right. the creepy weird shit and the massages, those those guys are a problem. Yeah. yeah. But like the rest of them, it's like almost as if like I said, it's like it's like almost like a classist thing. Like you're like you're projecting your fears on these guys. Who just, they're just saying some shit as you walk by, and it's it's an annoyance, and they probably shouldn't. But then again, it does. There are girls that are into that. Not everybody, um, but it just seems to me like. Uh, out of all the issues happening with women around the world, you have things like this that are, no one got hurt in this video, right? And if you're, you know, someone who's going to be attacked violently in a rape situation, which is fucking awful, and you should uh, hopefully, uh, you know, uh, murder the fellow, poke him in the eyes, that's what I always say. Um, 
uh, none of that was happening. You have, you have the situation in Boko Haram right now where they just like wet off all the uh, girls that they kidnapped. I mean, there are so many uh, huge. There was just a fellow in uh, Afghanistan who stoned his daughter. He's a member of ISIS, stoned his daughter for adultery, which I think means she uh, watched Scott Bayo. <laughs> I think she had a poster of Scott Bayo in her room and got stoned to death because of it. Uh, you know, they're a little bit behind the hunk times. That they are. And Scott Bayo, what, what a dreamboat he was. Everybody knows it. But as far as uh, this whole, like, rape culture, uh, Marcus uh, will be releasing an episode of Top Hat where I debated, or where uh, Catherine Timpf and Chloe Angel, an editor of Feminist, and were debating, you know, feminism and stuff and rape culture. This is what they're calling rape culture, but I feel like it's sort of, um, do you think it's like, it's it's polluting, like, the true travesties too much? Uh, Because if if you're a chick in Afghanistan and you watch that video... There is no way that you're having that much sympathy for the woman walking down the street. Yeah. And if you, if you, first of all, 10 hours walking to New York City, kudos. I got to start doing this. I'm, I'm going to get on her diet. <laughs> She's in shape. A beautiful shape. But it just seems like um, not the worst situation that's ever happened to a person is they just go, uh, go throughout their day. As a big guy, I'm constantly hitting my head. I'm constantly getting the big guy call. Mm-mm. And it's never like, they're always like, oh, you play basketball and stuff. And it's like, I am not athletic. And why'd you mention it? You know, they're always reminding me of uh, the fact yeah. I'm inferior and I should be a wealthy uh, fellow <laughs> for the Knicks. But I, didn't, but I never made it, you know? Yeah. I mean, can you imagine if a little person uh, had 10 hours of them walking around New York City? Uh, that oh, video yeah. has already been made. The little oh, person really? walking around. Yeah. In response to this? No, long before. Like, uh, this was uh, about a month or two ago. Right. A guy, a little person did uh, actually film himself walking around New York City, and it was pretty much the same thing. You know, mm. well, not in the same thing like as nice. the people were trying. Yeah, to- nice yeah. ass. <laughs> I want to see that little person video dubbed over with this video. <laughs> and just watch everybody's complete. Confusion. <laughs> that would be perfect. Or vice versa. Either one. Yeah. Right. Uh, no, a guy did make, and it was kind of the same thing where you just really? see these weird reactions from people. Uh, people saying things like, yo, Hobbit, and shit like that. Um, yo, keep, Hobbit. Yeah. Yeah, I am. That, that to me is much ruder. I yeah, think. that's way, that sucks, man. Yeah. You know, In a lot of ways. Yeah, at least this woman was attempting to be courted, I suppose. But I guess it's because, you know, um, yeah, I mean, I feel like the online world has sort of ended all going up yeah. to people in real life and uh, trying to spark a conversation that way. Half of this shit, this is how our parents met. Right. <laughs> it was right. like back in the day, people were creeps. You mm-hmm. would follow a chick for weeks. <laughs> you know, that was it. You'd follow her for weeks. You see, like, oh, I know she hangs out at this ice cream shop. All of a sudden, you <laughs> yeah. hanging out at the ice cream shop. <laughs> right. Just, but that shit, it's all dead now. Right. You're People lactose so, intolerant. You know, yeah. you're just there for her. Yeah. Yeah. You say that all the time. I mean, it, it does. It has kind of switched over to the internet, but it's a very yeah. personal thing. You see shit like that all the time. Well, p- people will post like creepy personal messages where you just have a yeah. guy sitting there and sitting there like, "Hey, hey, hey, what's up? Hey, why don't you talk to me?" Like just sending a message after message after right. message. It's just, that's much creepier. And like, they don't that have doesn't the, work out. They don't have the courage to go sit on the milk crate boxes outside of the deli. They don't understand <laughs> what it takes to be on the front lines of the war of love. They're out there, man. They're doing it for all the rest of us. They're making us. <laughs> seem like great people. Kevin, you're a superstar, and you're going to be extremely famous, and I think all of our friends, and, and uh, us included, will be as well, Marcus. But we had a, uh, a mutual friend of all of us, Michael Che. He's the uh, he's the uh, uh, the uh, weekend update guy there on SNL. He had some tweets that he had sent out, and the tweet was just really not that offensive. He was talking about being a celebrity, people coming up to him, being like, oh, you're so funny, SNL, yada, 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 do some jokes for me, whatever it might be. Um... And he ended up having to uh, to delete those tweets due to the Twitter backlash. Yeah, what is it with Twitter that makes it 
um, so difficult for someone to express an opinion that may uh, not be completely like universally acceptable. Although I would argue that Che's opinion, if you polled the country, would probably get above the 50% mark of people approving of yeah, what he yeah, said. Yeah. Yeah, his, uh, he got 162 likes on that. There we go. That's good. In an hour. Yeah. In an hour. Yeah. yeah, when I saw it in 12 chairs. It was deleted, it was like 270 or something. Like a lot of people, you know, I mean, it, what, he's, it's, what he said, it, it, you know, it angered what a lot was, of people, but it made sense what he was saying. Like the, the whole like, he, he just didn't take into account the fear part of it. That's the yeah. problem. It's just like he said, yeah, he's going out in the streets and people are bothering him all the time constantly. Right. That's what's happening in a lot of this video. But the problem is there's not a fear element of it. If he gets... Way more famous. There is a fear element. People are crazy. We can run up and stab the shit out of them or whatever. Right, right. But he just he he just made it seem like you know that he that it's the exact same. I don't think that he meant to say that they're not going through anything. That's what he was. He right. was just comparing it, being like, this is a a similar thing. As a black family, do you have less sympathy for it? I mean, you have something like stop and frisk. You have you have policies in this state or in this city that literally target purposefully target people of color and people who are poor. And now you have a woman who is upset, you know, with this. But as a as a uh, as a black dude, I mean, is this just sort of like it's not as a, a big of a deal? Because I feel like the black community goes through shit that's far worse because it leads to arrest, it leads yeah. to incarceration, it leads to your life being ruined, and it leads to the cops stealing thirteen hundred dollars out of your goddamn pocket so you can't go on a date with your girlfriend. That just happened what three four weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. Do you it's, think there's less sympathy in 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 uh, minority communities for these sorts of uh, you know feminist uh, videos? I I mean, I think so, man. Honestly, like I you know there's and and as I was saying before, like as it's like a, it's a cultural thing. Like there's a lot of like black and Latin girls I know that are just like literally the the creepy parts are horrible, the misogynist parts are horrible, but the rest of it, I, they're like that's it's annoying, but it's you just you just it happens. You do it, and it's whatever. Like right. people will yell stuff out, and then there's girls who are like, yeah, if I dress really, I've heard girls say this, multiple girls. If I dress really nice and no one says anything, I right. feel horrible. And that's the thing. Like if I was to say that as a dude and put that on the internet, like as this is what my opinion right. of what I think girls are saying, I'd be a fucking. I'd be a monster. People would call me a monster. I could just <laughs> right. shot down like every feminist blog or whatever would just vilify me. But there's people have said this. People say this. Right. It's not your opinion. It's not what you think, but it's very it's different. There are people that think that way. And it's just right. like yeah, I mean, ab- absolutely. I mean, I, I feel like you you dress for the reaction that you want, you know? So, I mean, if you dress in a very seductive way, for example, Kevin and I were outside here at the Creek in the Cave. We were just at the bar. I uh, got, uh, got a couple of vodka sodas because I'm watching my weight, and I'm making sure Kevin does too. <laughs> and uh, there was a gal playing pinball, and holy Christ, she's three inches away from seeing her uh, entire butthole there. And a uh, very short skirt. And uh, beautiful leggings, you know. I mean, a stunning woman. And she knows she's bending over the pinball machine. She's shaking it. (laughs) She's loving it. And Gavin and I were liking it as well. This was a mutual agreement that we had in society. She wore that outfit out. And not because, you know, there's a reason that that, uh, Hasidic Jewish women wear fake wigs. And they cover themselves head to toe. It's to not be sexualized, right? But when you go out there and you look, and this Shoshana gal. Um, you know, yeah, she was wearing jeans and like, yeah, just a just a black T-shirt. But I'm sorry, she doesn't look like Louis C.K. <laughs> you know, she's still like stunningly beautiful. She should have been if you a parka that might have gotten you less attention. Yeah. You know, nonetheless, it's not what she was wearing. But there is a mutual social contract that you make. This is why fashion. This is why the fashion industry exists. This is why the whole like it's the whole thing. You dress 
uh, in a fashion that is going to garner you the response that you that you want by what you're wearing. Mm. Right? Don't you, I mean if you like if if you're wearing a suit and tie. You want people to respect you as like someone who may have some class, some money, some clout. If you're wearing, you know, just random like, you know, like everyday gear, you want people to know you're an undercover cop. You know, <laughs> that's what you want. I mean, a possibility of that is that say a girl is dressing sexy for a guy, sure. one guy, like going right. out, going out on a date, and she wants to look sexy to that one dude. But on the way to that one dude, she has to deal with a lot of other guys saying shit right, right. to her. So I mean, yeah. is that? I mean, just, you know, playing devil's advocate, right. like, is, you know, is that? Is that fair? Is that something that she should just have to put up with? Well, it's, it's also, too, like, she might just, maybe a girl is dressing, like, really short skirts, whatever, sexy. Not necessarily because she's going to go out and, like, I'm going to fuck somebody I meet right now, today. But, right. Or she might just be like, I, she just likes wearing it. She, mm-hmm. It makes her feel good to wear that stuff, which is fine. Um, it's just what it does is it makes there are dudes who are like, well, this girl, I got to go try to talk to her. Yeah. And it's not a thing. Right. Of, I think a lot of times uh, from like the blogs I've read and shit, it's like a lot of the, the girls like they'll look deeper into it and say like, this is a thing where they're trying to put down women. They're trying to subjugate us. They're trying to do whatever by saying these things. And I can almost guarantee in at least 80 percent of those cases, the guys yelling stuff out, they're not thinking about the whole like the patriarchy the system, the patriarchy. Yeah, they, no. they ain't thinking about that at all. They're just like. Let me try and say something because maybe she's into it. Yeah, <laughs> that's literally <laughs> right. That's yeah. literally what it is. There, I, I don't, there's no like, there's no like systematic subjugation. It's trying going to get on. laid. Like, that's all. Yeah, they're it, just, they're it's, just yeah, trying, it's to trying to get, get laid. laid. So it's, right. it's that's the thing about it. It's like there's never, there's no solution to this. It's, yeah. like, it's not. There's no. <laughs> yeah. There's no line. It's, it's right. Because you, if you're gonna, if you're gonna get laid, you have to talk to girls. You have to go up to a girl and right. talk to them. Usually, you want to do that at a bar. Maybe a lot of these guys aren't going to the bars that much, you know? They're yeah. on the street. Sure. The only bars place are can... very expensive. Yeah. yeah. And we're not sitting here saying that any of this is right. No, that, nothing. That any of, it, no, that any no of this right is now. correct. I mean, this is just reality. Like, the, I, yeah. this you know, is just the reality. A lot of people said, you know, and, and a lot of these, uh, you know, blogs and, uh, and, and some of my friends and our friends as well discuss how, like, men have to have the conversation within the male community. And that's why I have no problem with a woman not being here. Again, there's the debate out there for Top Hat uh, that you can listen to as well. But, I mean, it is sort of a male issue, I guess, because it's like dudes doing it. But I don't know. Have you ever been in a situation where some guy that you were hanging out with, a buddy of yours, cat called a gal and made you feel... Uh, like he had done something so wrong that you had to like confront him for it. I mean, I don't know. Like the true people who are doing anything that would be remotely close to dangerous are people who don't give a flying fuck, yeah. and also don't hang out with people who would give a flying fuck about um, about what it, what what that woman might be thinking or what might be caring. Like about. that creepy dude that yeah. followed her. He didn't yeah, have friends. Never, he's no never, friends. Yeah, yeah, he's never gonna right. watch a video like this. And but what's and your if he job? Does, it's never. He's already evil. Like he's, <laughs> yeah. a, he's yeah. a creep. He's not gonna. That's not right. gonna. The, the the guys who are a problem aren't necessarily. They're not the ones that are gonna look at themselves and be like, you know what I'm doing? Because they're already. They know what they're doing is yeah, wrong. Right. They know that it's wrong, but they're just doing it. And those are the problem guys. Right. 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 I mean, so what would be something that could be done, uh, like, for for dudes to all get together? I mean, because a lot of gals are just like, oh, we're supposed to d- defend them uh, in situations where people are, like, you know, catcalling them and things like that. If you had to stop every time you heard a woman get catcalled, I mean, what am I supposed to do? Get into a fight with a construction worker every goddamn day and just end my life in prison for the next 25 years because, you know, I hit him with a mortar or, or a brick or something? I mean, what what? there's, like, really very little... I mean, it's, it's a bizarre it, uh, duality where women... 
women want to feel independent, and they obviously they are independent and extremely strong, and like, you know, um, but then they also they want to have that. But then guys, where, where, where's the rule? What's the when? When is it too far where a guy now has to step in? Which also makes you kind of look like king douche. Yeah. When you step in to try to like the whole white knight thing. Yeah, it's like yeah. you know. I mean, what are you supposed to do? Yeah, I mean, are you supposed to come and possibly get into a violent situation, right. as you say? Like, I mean, these guys, also the guys that catcall and, you know, shit to do like that, like that creepy guy, like mm. that is a guy that's definitely closer to violence than oh, yeah, yeah. a lot of, than, you know, just your average citizen, right. you know? And it's, if there's a, a point where a guy becomes, like, physically aggressive, then, you know, as you said, like, there's plenty of guys that would step in. Yeah. But well, just stepping in and being like, hey, man, you need to stop following this woman. Yeah. That guy could possibly bring his fucking attentions down on me. And in America, unfortunately, if you get into a fight, no matter who started the fight, you're still going to get charged with assault. Dude, yeah. if you And try then to help I go somebody- to prison and I have a fucking assault charge on me. Like, what? But, but then on the other hand, All for sit- this woman who doesn't give a shit about you anyway. And then, but on the other hand, like sitting off to the side, and I'd like you get called a, a coward for doing that. Like, what's what's the line? Well, what are you, you know supposed what? to fucking do? Just whip your dick out and start jacking off. Then you'll just get called crazy. <laughs> I mean, what are you supposed to do? Yeah, you what, are you, what are you it's supposed New to do? It's New York City. It's the biggest city like, on the face I of the planet. I feel like an asshole for saying what I just said. Like, that makes me feel like less yeah. of a man. It if makes you, me feel like a coward. Like, yeah. it makes me feel like I am i don't have, there like, are, a masculine quality. The masculine, uh, I guess, uh, the masculine impulse to protect women. No, yeah. I mean, women are fine. Yeah, but you that's a, that's the paradox of it, as you said. Like that's right. that's the paradox of the whole situation. It, if you help somebody who has fallen onto the subway tracks and that person ends up getting hit by the train, you can be held liable. Like that's how mm. insane the legal system is yeah. in this, in the, uh, especially in New York City. As a man who is a hardened criminal, twenty two hours in the tombs, I know a thing or two about the legal system. Um, so it's really yeah. What, 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 Kevin, what would be what's the line for you? If someone is very aggressive and just, like, still talking to like the person. Like, for me to step in? Yeah. I mean, it would really have to take a true, like, act of physicality yeah, it, 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 it before to, you can do anything. It'd have to look like he's going to actually do something. You know, right. or if he's, like, it's, like, you know, if the, the guy who's, if, if he's, like, yelling or whatever and he's, like, rayon and the girl's, like, clearly, like, bothered right. by it. Or if it looks like he's going to do something crazy, then you jump in. But, you know, if it... If it's like she's walking by a construction site and somebody says, right. God damn, like, what are we going to do? Have a conversation with those people? <laughs> These are also construction workers yeah. who are, it's funny because as guys, I look at those guys who are doing the cat calling. Half of them are wearing the uh, Taco Bell hat because they're on their lunch break smoking a cigarette outside of the Taco yeah. Bell the Kentucky Fried Chicken mix, you know, or whatever it is. I don't know why I'm bringing up Kentucky Fried Chicken so much. Mm, I love their potatoes. <laughs> but, um, but it's like they, they they are always like super lame, just like broken like yeah. dudes who are working shit jobs. Yeah, I feel bad for them. If you're a construction worker, that's the only chance you have to talk to a woman all day. Other than that, you're just you yeah. know, if you're a white dude, you're attempting desperately to understand Spanish, and if you're a Spanish dude, you want to fucking you know uh, trick the white dude into having the hottest taco he's ever had. <laughs> you know, that's all you're working on. You know, yeah. and then they finally get to see a chick, and they mention one damn thing about her, and uh, and uh, it, it makes. I mean, I I just have I have sympathy for the people who are doing the cat calling to some degree because these are individuals who are just like working nine to fives in New York City. They don't. They're not living tough, the man. dream that we're living. Yeah. You know, they're not doing podcasts. They're not doing, you know, acting and all these artistic things. The the wonderful side of New York City. They're living the shit side of New York City. They're locals. Yeah. You know, being a local New Yorker sucks. Yeah. It's tough. It's bad. The city's expensive. You can't have a car. You got no space. You're constantly crowded by people. 
if, if this is all you've known, this whole idea of catcalling must completely blindside you that it's bad all of a sudden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. I, I can't even, you know, like, yeah, this city sucks, man. This city sucks. <laughs> I couldn't imagine, like, raising a family here. Like, it's awful. Just, like, I it's see awful. kids outside, they're, like, trying to play basketball, and they're fucking in the street. They're in the middle of the street. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this car is coming every th- right. 20 seconds, man. It's fucking sad. Well, I mean, I guess. I mean, uh, it's insane. It's, the, 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 I'm just saying, like we were talking about before, like, the culture is just mentally. It, my friend uh, is uh, helping this guy from Kenya run the New York City Marathon, and, uh, and she, so she's got a bunch of Kenyans here that she's uh, taking care of. They're all running it. Like, them grasping the grid system of a city is impossible. Mm-hmm. She's just like, go to the light and take a left. The whole thing is impossible because they live, it's, you know, it's much more, it's just rural. And it's, you know, for her, she got lost. She was like, when I was in Kenya, I'm sure I did the exact same stupid shit. I can't imagine what they thought, you know, my mistakes were. It's difficult to break out of uh, this mental uh, state that you're in. If you're from New York City or if you're from Staten Island or whatever, that somehow the thing that every single man in your life has told you to do is wrong because some random woman that passed by you that you that didn't even, by the way, never even stopped to tell somebody that they don't want to hear it. Yeah. You know, like, that's what you should, if you, if well, someone no, says something to you. I don't know about you, that because the problem is, like, anytime, if a girl even engages at all, then it, that gives the dude the go ahead. Like, you know, in the, in the dude's head, he's like, well, now it's time to. If a girl like talks to them at all, then that yeah. makes the dude like want to talk to her more. Even if she's like, "I don't want to hear it" or whatever, then the guys it, it's going to start like conversation. So ignoring is the best way to go. Ignoring is, I'd say, is the best way to go because you, especially you know, girls she, acting like she's on the way somewhere, and you know, right, people right. just trying to talk to her. I just don't, I don't see it changing uh, as far as with these viral videos and stuff like that, uh, with the people who are who are just like so. I think that they're confused. They're, they're, I don't think that no one sets out every single... I mean, there are a few people. There are some total sociopaths out there. But for the most part, people are good. No one wakes up in the morning and is like, I'm going to harass some women today. Yeah, they don't They don't think of it as they're they're out there bothering them. It's like they don't know they're the hundredth dude. It's like, And also, it's like those guys... It's not like they're standing out there and it's every chick that passes by they're yelling stuff at. And was, you know, they might see a girl once in a week or two weeks and be like, wow. And it's another thing about it is it's kind of like... It's almost as if, like, it's it's like it's like a natural... When I see a girl who's, like, the f- hottest girl I've seen that day, right. I say to myself, God damn. I say, I say it yeah. out loud. And it's like, <laughs> these guys, they're just louder. But, like, that shit... It's 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 in you. It's, I can't even help it. If I see a girl <laughs> with the biggest ass I've ever seen walking by, I'm like, Jesus! Oh my God! It's something something comes out. <laughs> it's yeah. just yeah. like it sucks. I mean that. But these dudes are way more vocal about it. Maybe they shouldn't be, but. I mean, Again, it could it also is, come down to just impulse control. It's impulse control. Yeah. And right. not only that, I mean, there is, uh, if you yeah. look at, I mean, a lot of these guys are also idiots. Right, like, right. I mean, yeah. not every guy that's, you know, doing catcalling, just you know, just because a person exists doesn't mean that they're automatically smart. And part of being stupid is not knowing social norms. Right. Like, just not having any idea what social norms are, how you're supposed to act in day-to-day life. Right, so it could right. be that some of these guys are just dumb and you can't, Fix dumb. No matter how much you explain to them, like they're not going to understand. It. Not every guy, of course. Not every guy that cat calls is dumb or anything. But it's just a, it's just a different. Mm. It's a different thing. Like they, there's there's girls who hate it and they're annoyed by it, and that might be the majority. That might be the minority. But there there's the girls who do like it and the girls who who deal with it or whatever. And yeah. that might be whatever. I don't know what percentage that is. Yeah. It's like it's just there's a split, and it's just like there's no <laughs> there's no. There's no winning. Right, right, yeah. right, right. You know? 
I mean, I, th- I, th- I think there's something. I really think it's mostly this gentrification issue. Yeah, I think like, it's people coming down into these more. I mean, there is a reason Harlem is Harlem, and there's a reason the Bronx are the Bronx. I mean, these are not like they're walking into these places with their master's degrees, their PhDs. That's Chloe Angel guy yeah. gal has her PhD in romantic comedy. Uh, which is like true. I mean, and, and they're walking into these uh, places with an ivory tower point of view, with a perspective of like this is how uh, it should be, and I'm gonna I'm gonna project that onto what it is, yeah. and it's not gonna match up, yeah. and it's gonna be crazy. It's it's gonna be much different than what you expected it to be. And your social science teacher, your sociology teacher, talking about the New Ricans, talking about the you know Puerto Ricans, talking about all these you know the the best sides of all the cultures. It's like that's one thing, and that's great. But when you actually get uh, into them and you see what you know how that culture is, uh, you you just can't walk around and and be super offended by it. Yeah, it's like, it like I think it's. I almost think that this video is racist. It's, it's kind of because ra- it's like it's like Marcus, you were saying social norms, but it's like social norms are different for different people. There's different social norms, and right. so that's what the problem is. It's people are in situations where they think something is a certain way, and it absolutely a hundred percent. There's no other way than this way. This is right. the way I see it, and this is the way that it has to be. And that's coming from both sides of this argument. And so it's right, like, right. It's, you're, you're batting heads, man. There's no, it's just like, yeah. And that's the problem. I mean, the fact that I think it's the university system has failed. <laughs> that's what it is. <laughs> I mean, you just have these random people moving into play. I mean, we were talking about this on the last top hat. There does need to be a little bit more Southern hospitality, some more Midwestern hellos in New York. Mm-hmm. I think that that's a good thing, you know, like being a little bit more like cordial to the random people you meet. But then again, I mean, uh, and that's really that's really all they're trying to do. Well, I think that's one of you know, one of uh, Che's. I think that was one of Che's uh, statement. I think that's one of the things that he was trying to say that I think was kind of glossed over. Is that he said like his statements like "Hi" or "Have a nice day" or "You're beautiful." I think yeah. what he was trying to say right. is that like a lot of these compliment or a lot of these things, it's fairly innocuous stuff. Yeah, uh, it's not uh, harassment or anything like that. But I think he was. I think all he was trying to do is take things, you know, kind of put it to a uh, an extreme. As yeah. far as extreme right. examples, and just it kind of just went over the head. And maybe I don't know. Maybe we have a different perspective because we know the guy. And because well, I mean, we every, know Michael Che is one of the most beloved people in America right now. Yeah. I mean, he's doing great. Everyone loves his personality. He's he's, he's awesome. I mean, he's breaking the color barrier of Weekend Update, which. Mm. God knows when that came out, it was just like Michael's black and no idea. Every fucking Everywhere, story, every article. Yeah. Uh, as opposed to another funny guy or the first funny guy in a goddamn decade takes over the <laughs> position. Um, but yeah, I mean, you see something with Michael that theoretically could have gotten him fired. Could have. Are yeah. you more aware of that now, Kevin, with the show coming out and, and your uh, star rising? A little bit, man. I mean, it's just like there. It's the whole. It's just infuriating. The whole thing is infuriating because it's just like. Jay put out a statement, which is like... A joke, not even a, a statement. Joke. Yeah, right. it's a joke. He puts out a joke that, you know, there there are people in the country that agree with him. Like, there's a lot of people that do, and there's a lot of people that don't. Right. But that was just a joke and a, and a thing he was saying, and it could... I don't think he's going to get fired, but, right. like, that type of reaction, that the fact that it blew up everywhere, and it's insane, like, they're calling him a monster and a misogynist, right. and he doesn't respect women and all this shit. It's like, it's insane. It's infuriating right. that that, like... Right. That type of shit can really and, just... You know, as a... I, I, again, I mean, you know, obviously, I can't speak to it. I'm a huge fucking white redheaded dude. We all have our own issues and whatnot. But as a black dude, 
to be told that you're a monster, to be told that you don't understand how um, how to empathize or sympathize with somebody who uh, is being degraded by society as a person who was three fifths, as a person who literally built this fucking country. Uh, you know, yeah. uh, I mean, it, it to me, it's very interesting that hip hop music and the black culture in uh, for the most part, this video is it's about the black culture in a lot of ways, you know. I feel like, like I was talking about earlier, uh, that they the, the sympathy level for this woman who walked around New York City for 10 hours, by the way, was not harassed by the cops once, uh, you know, which is, which is a pretty nice fucking luxury, uh, you know. Um, I just feel like it, it, it is sort of, uh, it makes it more difficult to, to really, um, to, to sympathize because I, I think they're, they're, they're complaining about something, in my opinion, that's a little bit smaller than some of the more grand issues that we have in the country. It's weird, man. And it's just like, there's, it's, it's funny. And it's not even like, yeah, it's not even just like a, a black thing or a Hispanic thing or whatever. Like, I've seen, I remember this one time I was, uh, I was just at, I think I was at Village Poorhouse just outside drinking. And there was like a group of firefighters, like all like Italian, like Staten Island dudes. Outside and, drinking in their drinking area. Yeah, they're drinking yeah. in the drinking area. And this girl is running, and uh, it looks like she's just running in her underwear, and like her whole ass is just showing she's running. And as she's running by, one of the guys just says, "God damn!" Like he says that out loud. Yeah. And then her immediate response was, "Fuck you!" And she starts screaming at him, and, like throwing her middle fingers up. And these guys are just sitting there, like, "What the, what the fuck, man?" They just right. all they, they said. They, she was walking by, and they're like they got caught off guard. And he said, "God damn!" He said it out loud, and then the girl immediately like blew up, and is like throwing her middle fingers yeah. up, and it's just like, you know, what? I I mean, honestly, I felt like. Uh, it's it's almost like being a comedian and getting upset with the audience for laughing. You know, you yeah. go on stage and you, you you do the things, you say the words that you have to say to make them have a reaction, and when they react to the things that you've said accurately, you get upset about it. If you're running in your underwear, <laughs> goddamn, well, that's, that's what he said. He was like, she he said, goddamn, and she flicked them off, and all all the guys like, what the fuck? And the guy was like, well, don't you're running in your underwear? He said that, right. but it's like it's it's. Maybe he shouldn't have said anything, but she blew up so quickly, and it was. I was like, this is insane. But maybe and that was 99th of the day. It might have been 99th the of the day. The hundredth dude got was, stabbed in the fucking was, head. Yeah, that was the guy <laughs> that started the fucking... Right. Yeah, it's just... I mean, that's the thing. I don't want to live in a world where women have to dress, uh, you know, head to toe. I don't want to live in a world... Uh, that's called the Middle East. The Middle East or, you know, uh, the Quakers or, you know, the, the Utah Mormons. I don't want to live in that world. I want to live in a world where we're chicks and just walk around half naked all the time. I love to look at them. It'd be great. You know, so I guess as guys, that's really the only argument we can make to other fellas out there is just like, don't say, you know, I mean, I guess whisper, work on whispering. Impulse control. Impulse control, because I want to see the naked uh, ladies, man. I love looking at naked ladies. It makes me happy. The more men catcall, the more clothes women put on. So less catcalling. (laughs) <laughs> equals more naked women, which equals us all being happy. And that's really the only thing we can do. Get excited. Send me a text. Send me a picture. <laughs> you know? It would be perfect. You know, it's all right, real. Uh, I guess back to a little bit to uh, to Chase comments. This is something that I want uh, to bring up. Uh, I'm reading this Business Insider piece. And, of course, Business Insider, I don't know why they've got such a hard-on for this story, but I've seen a ton of stories from Business Insider about Chase comments. Really? Yeah, it's huh. weird. Uh, and they did a couple stories on him, and then they said they reached out to uh, to Michael for clarity. They said his response was flippant. It's clear Che does not think catcalling and street harassment is something to be taken seriously. They got a hold of him, and his response was, 
come on, this can't really be news for you guys. And That's the, right. And it they, shouldn't yeah. really be news for you guys. And here's the response. They said, it is. That video is watched by millions, so a celebrity reaction to it is news. Do you have any further comments? Do you truly believe being catcalled is the same as someone recognizing you for your role on SNL? And Chase's response is fucking great. He said, I believe people should invest in Detroit and help bring jobs back to that city. <laughs> Goddamn right, Michael. <laughs> like, you're the business insider. Yeah. Cover Business. business. Cover That's business. So insane, man. Yeah. That, and they said, oh, he's so glib about it. It's like, no, he's trying to tell you that you should do your job better. Do your yeah. goddamn job better. The issues in this country are so much more important than this. Business Insider is pathetic. I mean, that is one of the worst things I've ever heard in my entire life. 40 million people on welfare. Cover that, yeah. Business Insider. Why aren't you discussing the fact that our prisons are completely privatized and overrun full of fucking people who look yeah. exactly like Michael Che, who are getting <laughs> butt-raped constantly, <laughs> who are getting finger-banged by corrections officers, who are getting rock-hard and coming all over the goddamn place because they're sadists. And it's almost like the point of what he's saying, too, is like, not only that, but just focus on something you can do something about. It's like, creeps are gonna be creeps. Right. Like, we're all watching this stuff, and we're like, well, I'm not doing that because we're not creeps, and we're not, we're not doing it in the first place, and we're not gonna keep doing it, but the creeps, they're still gonna be creeps. You know, they, they're right. not gonna be changed. By, by business insider, business insider's opinion on it's oh this <laughs> fuck, I can see the I, I I I can see the goddamn ascot on this piece of shit. Is that your only comment, business? In Why would business insider even care about this? I don't know, but I've read multiple stories from business yeah, insider. They've I mean they've been a, a bit, they've seemed to be some of the people that are really spearheading the entire thing as far as keeping this story in the news. I guess they saw a niche and they figured they'd fill it. Oh, people that's unbelievable. love to watch people burn, man. They do. Yeah. Oh, God, they love to watch people burn. They that do. Mob mentality. It is. It is a complete mob mentality, and it's, and it's absolutely awful. And yeah. it's very, very sad because uh, Chase tweet, I don't even necessarily even agree with it. It's just a joke or a bad joke or whatever it might be to your perspective. Either way, he's allowed to tweet it out, you know. And I just I hate the pictures that they use for him. Like they do it like this picture on Huffington Post. It's a freeze on like look at him. They froze him on a certain uh, on a TV show. Oh, this is they froze him so he looks awkward and oh, yeah, uh, yeah. and kind of off balance. They and the headline is Michael Chase. What was it? Makes absurdly misguided comments about absurdly the street. Absurdly misguided. Thank you so much, Huffington Post. Ariana Huffington, who is married to a Republican the vast majority of her fucking life. I mean, this woman who wants to be the goddamn liberal ideal of feminism, I mean, she's trampled over more chicks than Michael Che could ever have imagined jacking off to. <laughs> I mean, it's pathetic. That is absolutely insane to go after a comedian, especially um, someone who is vulnerable. Because yeah. Che's a new celebrity, right? This new. is a mistake. This is up there with Jameis Winston, like we were talking about earlier. You're wearing your Florida State hat, and go Florida State. I, I root for him because I enjoy the Seminoles as a mm. people and as a nation. But I would say um, this is on par with him, uh, Jameis Winston, standing on top of the table and uh, screaming, fuck her right in her pussy. He just won yeah. the game. It was a... It was a, it was a uh, He's a kid, man. He's what, 19, 20? 19, an, it's 20. An, it's an internet meme. He was yelling. He didn't want anybody to go right. fuck a chick in her pussy. Was, <laughs> was, and they, now, were, they were playing a game. They were like... And now you have Michael Che, who was fresh meat, red yeah. meat, new celebrity. Didn't understand the ramifications of this fairly lighthearted tweet in a lot of ways. And so what he said in his uh, the second post is that I forgot that I belong to you now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Let me find uh, his response to that. Please uh, do. Yeah. Yeah. It's because, right I mean, here. Kevin, this could have gotten him fired. 
It yeah. potentially could have, and glad it didn't. Hopefully, it doesn't eventually. Hopefully, but. Lauren and SNL is smart enough to realize this. This mob and this this whole new phenomenon of internet activism will be taken with a much larger grain of salt in the future. I guarantee you that. Mm-hmm. He said, uh, "I want to apologize for my last apology. Sometimes I forget that I belong to all of you now, and that any thought I have should be filtered through you and receive your approval. It's tough because I'm used to taking risks and finding humor in places of discomfort, but that's all over because I have a job." on TV and if I say the wrong things you'll see to it that it's taken that way that it's taken away so the next time I have a silly thought I'll giggle to myself keep my mouth shut and post a picture with my arm around a more famous person I met somewhere. (laughs) This is the chilling effect we've been talking about for years in this show the chilling effect of society, the irony of the internet. Everyone has a freedom of speech. Everyone has their ability to get their words out there more than ever before. And the irony is the chilling effect on speech, on free speech, on on someone's ability to really just say what they want. You look at those old school roasts. You watch those Dean Martin roasts, man. Ralph Nader was on him. Barry Goldwater was on him. Ronald Reagan was on him. And these were the most racist, most insensitive, sexist, uh, hilarious roasts that have ever existed. And that you cannot. Yeah. Can you imagine if Jeffrey Ross was able to roast uh, Bill, uh, uh, Barack Obama? Oh. I mean, that'll just <laughs> never happen. Barack Obama on a roast yeah. might. May, well, you know what? Barack Obama might be on a roast yeah. uh, in like five years. I, 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 incredible. <laughs> that would be incredible, and I would love that. But uh, but it just it's it's all changed now, yeah. it's all changed, and and you have a situation like this that really just sheds like the the, the video of the woman walking down the street uh, is, is one thing, but I think the the broader thing that it has brought to light is with our situation with uh, with Che and with the um, just with with the situation of class and gentrification, and th- those are the bigger issues in my opinion here, as opposed to the woman being catcalled. I think it is a it it, it is it it has brought to light the fact that people who come from educated uh, places, educated past the liberal university system, when they're actually confronted with real life. New York, real-life situations entirely, their immediate go-to is to be offended, make a video about it, and try to get people on their side to sympathize with them, as opposed to toughen up, get some skin, and uh, and realize that you might need to get out of the neighborhood that you don't like. You know, I mean, if you want to live in the Bronx, live in the Bronx, embrace the culture. That's why I got out of Wisconsin, <laughs> because I don't like the Polish. <laughs> You know, I mean, it, it is. I, what, is Harlem supposed to change? That's the thing. It's just it can't. It's it's. It, yeah, there's there's no winning. There's <laughs> no winning for, for what, Who is who is changing here? Yeah. You know, that's the thing. And I'll tell you one thing: taking down Michael Che. That's good. Take take down Michael Che. Take down the only funny weekend update guy since Norm McDonald. Take that, him down. That's the problem with it too. Is like even if everything he said was absolutely wrong and there was no one in the world that agreed with him, what does that have to do? What does his opinion have to do with his job? Like his, he has a job. It's like unless he was taking the money that he's getting from being on that job and using it to pay dudes to yell at women <laughs> <laughs> and subjugate them in the streets, mm-hmm. then it shouldn't, he should still be getting that money. It doesn't, that money has nothing to do. There's plenty of people that have great jobs that right. are secretly horrible racists. You know, right. fast and forward five years from do? five years in the future right in the New York Post. Michael Che arrested for the, the cash for catcalling scam. <laughs>
I mean, on the in the extreme opposite, you know, I mean, that same argument, I guess, could be made about anybody. About let's say Donald Sterling, sure, the the yeah. Clippers guy, you know, like horrible fucking racist, terrible opinions. But this should shit. but should he lose the Los Angeles Clippers right. because of his personal opinions? That guy yeah. has given more money to black people than uh, Al Sharpton could ever imagine giving it to him. All he <laughs> has is twelve million or twelve millionaires on his goddamn team. I'm sorry if you can't say something mildly racist when you're paying your. Uh, when you're paying Chris Paul and, uh, uh, you know, Griffin uh, $18 million a year, then what's the point? 18 million yeah. bucks trumps any racist thing a human being could possibly say about somebody. It's just kind of sad because it's just like, like with that situation in particular or any of these situations, it's all about like the advertising and everything. Just because he says some stuff, right, right, right. no one else agrees with it, but all of a sudden, now it looks like the NBA supports racism. Yeah. Whoever sponsors the team and all that shit, now it looks like they support racism, and right. now they're afraid that people aren't going to buy their soap. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, so it's just like, yeah. and yeah. that's the problem. It's all like fear. It's like, oh, we don't want to look like we're behind this shit. But it's like, who can I don't care that he's racist. You know, it's just, <laughs> yeah. no. And he was just trying to, you know, that chick, the Stevano girl, gal. She's back with him. He's just an eighty-one-year-old guy. He's, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, but he he. But the irony is, of course, he has two double N, uh, NAACP awards uh, as well. <laughs> yeah, he really yeah, does. I mean, yeah. which is just he so was on hilarious. par to get a third until right. he made those statements. Yeah, he was on the he was on the docket. Yeah, he was on no, upcoming events. Yeah. They loved him. He was going to win their He's fucking our pussy award. <laughs> well, that's the thing. It's just like, uh, like for example, Tommy Hilfiger was right, like right. rumored to be or was an incredible racist, and. Uh, that black people bought his clothes all the time, and it right. didn't stop just because they heard he was racist. You know why? He made great jeans. <laughs> so it's like, that's like why I don't right. think people's opinions on things like that should really, unless they're specifically using the money to fund things that are right. hurting the uh, the people they're against or whatever. It's like Which what, what does it matter? Sterling yeah. was actually doing that with his slum. Uh, he was a slum lord. Yes, he, so he should. <laughs> the racism was in his uh, was in his books long yeah. before it was on his mouth. Yeah, so, so yeah. If Sterling was funneling money out into the KKK yeah. and neo Nazis and things like that, yeah, that'd be one thing. Yeah, yeah. well, he's Jewish, so mm, he's not going to be kind doing of, that. kind of a rock yeah. and hard <laughs> there, you know. Um, but either way, uh, awesome man. Thank you so much for being here. I think it was a good conversation. It was interesting. Let us know what you think on uh, you know on Facebook and the comments and tweet at us and email us and stuff like that. And if you're a gal uh, who has been catcalled and stuff like that, let us know what you think. I would love to hear some diverse opinions on it um, because uh, I think it's a fascinating subject and it's really I mean these are these are the issues now that uh, that continue to happen as as I and I do believe you know it has never been a melting pot and uh, America has never been the melting pot but I do think we're more and more that is theoretically uh, we're trying to make it the case yeah and, well, uh, these are the issues this week. Police brutality and racism. That was about well, a month ago. But well, then that's cat, still the major but issue. But then this catcalling video came out, and that's not really the issue Which anymore. very so. well might be part of the white agenda to uh, demonize black uh, and Hispanic people <laughs> once again. And it is very, very possible that that's the case. Yeah. I guarantee you there's more racial slurs uttered at that video of this gal walking down the streets for 10 hours oh, yeah, the than there were at an NBA goddamn be. basketball game. The comments have got to be. I haven't even Race. looked at them. They've got to be Ooh. bad. Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah don't. Uh, I'll just yeah. tell you one thing. Kevin, don't uh, never listen to uh, Devin Hell is My Savior 666. Uh, he is a <laughs> terrible person on, on YouTube. He's awful. Um, but uh, all right, everyone, that's Marcus Parks on Twitter. That's, uh, I believe it's just, what is it, Fatboy Barnett? Yeah. And, uh, and I'm Ben Kissel. All right, everyone, we'll talk to you soon.